Today's scripture is 1 Samuel 17, 32 to 49, and I'll be reading from the message version of the Bible. Master, said David, don't give up hope. I'm ready to go and fight this Philistine. Saul answered David, you can't go and fight this Philistine. You're too young and inexperienced, and he's been at this fighting business since before you were born. David said, I have been a shepherd tending the sheep for my father. Whenever a lion or bear came and took a lamb from the flock, I'd go after it, knock it down, and rescue the lamb. If it turned on me, I'd grab it by the throat, (coughs) wring its neck, and kill it. Lion or bear, it made no difference. I killed it. And I'll do the same to this Philistine pig who is taunting the troops of God alive. God, who delivered me from the teeth of the lion and the claws of the bear, will deliver me from this Philistine. Saul said, Go, and God help you. Then Saul outfitted David as a soldier in armor. He put his bronze helmet on his head and belted his sword on him over the armor. David tried to walk, but he could hardly budge. David told Saul, I can't even move with all this stuff on me. I'm not used to this. And he took it all off. Then David took his shepherd's staff, selected five smooth stones from the brook, and put them in the pocket of his shepherd's pack, and with his sling in his hand approached Goliath. As the Philistine paced back and forth, his shield bearer in front of him, he noticed David. He took one look down on him and sneered a mere youngster, apple-cheeked and peach-fuzzed. The Philistine ridiculed David. Am I a dog that you come after me with a stick? And he cursed him by his gods. Come on, said the Philistine. I'll make roadkill of you for the buzzards. I'll turn you into a tasty morsel for the field mice. David answered, You come at me with sword and spear and battle axe. I come at you... In the name of God of the angel armies, the God of Israel's troops, whom you curse and mock, this very day God is handing you over to me. I'm about to kill you, cut off your head, and serve up your body and the bodies of your Philistine buddies to the crows and coyotes. The whole earth will know that there's an extraordinary God in Israel. And everyone gathered here will learn that God doesn't save by means of sword or spear. The battle belongs to God. He's handing you to us on a platter. That roused the Philistine, and he started toward David. David took off from the front line, running toward the Philistine. David reached into his pocket for a stone, slung it, and hit the Philistine hard in the forehead, embedding the stone deeply. The Philistine crashed face down in the dirt. Blessed be the reading of the Lord's scripture. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Gordon. I should have made a disclaimer about the kind of PG-13 nature of this story, right? Yeah. A lot of cursing. (laughs) Big people falling over dead, decapitations, and all kinds of uh, name-calling and things like that. It's good stuff. It's a good story. That's a story of our time. We face a lot of Goliaths, don't we? We got a lot of Goliaths out there to deal with, amen? We got to deal with a lot of Goliaths. In our own personal lives, many of us face 
uh, difficult Goliaths to overcome and to face down. For some of us, it's, it's health problems that we're dealing with that feel like a nine-foot-tall warrior. For some of us, it's coping with difficulties in our, in our relationships. You know, living with people is difficult, isn't it? Living together and sorting through personalities and trying to work it out these days, and it, and it gets difficult. And sometimes mending our relationships and creating healthy, equitable relationships get to be like a, like a Goliath to deal with. For some of us, it's trying to sort out our careers and how we're going to make money and how we're going to provide the things that are needed for ourselves and our family. For some of us, it's, it's having a job but hating it. <laughs> and trying to find some sense of purpose, some sense of contributing to something. For many of us, our Goliath feels like just floundering through our lives or else we're, we're dealing with some kind of internal guilt, internal shame, or internal angst, or internal struggle, or something that is going on inside of us that, that we must face down and allow ourselves to hear the words of a loving God. You are my children, and I love you. We face a lot of Goliaths in our lives. But it goes, it goes beyond us, too. It goes beyond what we experience as individuals. It goes beyond what we do inside of ourselves. We live in a world that is full of Goliaths. We live in a world where, as I said earlier, where people are still shooting African Americans simply for the color of their skin. We live in a world in that kind of violence and that kind of racism still exist. Even when we have a person of color in our highest office. In fact, maybe because of that. I don't know. But it's a Goliath that we need to tackle. We live in a world sometimes where billions of dollars are being spent to stop people from living out their lives with a partner of their choosing. We live in a world where the, the gap between those who have most of everything and the people who have next to nothing is widening all the time. We live in a world where people still go hungry in spite of all the abundance around us. We live in a world where people still do not have shelter in spite of all the abundance around us. We live in a world where people still can't take care of themselves in spite of all the abundance around us. Something is not right. And we have a lot of Goliaths to face down. And there are times to wait on the Lord. There are times to be patient and wait for God 
to act. There are times to be patient and wait for things to run their course. There are times to wait on the Lord, but there are also times to act. David acted. I dare say there was an entire army waiting on the Lord. We didn't get the whole story there. Uh, the, The Philistine army and the army of the Hebrews came together and for three days they waited for someone to step forward and face down Goliath, a rather frightening and large figure. I would be scared as well. (laughs) They were waiting on the Lord. But David acted. In fact, he came and and kind of shamed everybody. He came as a shepherd, little boy, bringing food to the soldiers so that they would have something to eat. And he got there hoping to see a battle and nothing was going on. (laughs) He said, wait a minute. What are you guys doing? And his brothers told him what was going on, and David was indignant. How can you let this guy insult our God? And what I love about this story, what I love about this story is, is David went to Saul and said, God is going to deliver the Philistines into our hand. This Philistine does not, he's cursing God, and yet he will be delivered. But when you read the story, you know what? God didn't do anything. God didn't do anything. (laughs) David said, "I, you know, I'm a shepherd. I kill bears and lions when they get near the sheep. I'm going to call on that experience and take care of this Philistine. What God provided to David was faith, was trust, was courage. All those stones that, uh, that uh, Jane talked about. God provided David everything he needed. But unlike some of this, unlike when Elijah went up against the priests of Baal, God sent down this big, pie, this big pillar of fire and wiped out the, the altar and made all kinds of mayhem there. God acted at that moment. In this story, there was no miracle. It was an equipped lover of God who had enough faith to face down this giant. And he went and did that, gathering up stones. And what was great about that, so they offered him some armor to make him at least look like a warrior. He said, no, 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 I don't need none of that. I'm going to be who I am. I'm going to do this as a shepherd. He went out there as his authentic self. I'm a shepherd, and I'm going to approach this problem as a shepherd does. And he got out that little sling and took care of business, and he picked up those rocks. And I guess what I'm hearing today is it's time for us to pick up some stones. It's time for us to start hurling some rocks at these Goliaths around us. As we face this issue, we face a a country and a world where we're not seen as one humanity, 
where again violence breaks out and there is such hatred among the people based on something as arbitrary as skin color. It's time we start hurling some rocks at this problem. And it begins with dialogue. And it begins with action. And it begins with getting together and insisting that no more will this be the kind of world we live in. It's time we start picking up some rocks and taking care of those who have not and insisting that we live in a world of justice. In a world where those who do not have voice are given voice. And it's up to us to start hurling those rocks at those problems and facing them down. It's time that we pick up some stones and start throwing them around. Insisting that God and the Bible and Jesus stop being used to hurt people. Stop being used to exclude people. Stop being used to discriminate and to, and to hate on people. The church has a lot to answer for. For the way it's behaved over the years, over the centuries. And it's a new day. And it's a day when we pick up some rocks and say, no more. We worship a God of love. We worship a God of inclusion. And we worship a God who draws people together and doesn't divide people and send them apart from one another. It's time we start hurling rocks at those problems. And it, it comes down to acknowledging that we have been equipped. We have been given everything we need. Sometimes it takes creativity. Right? David wasn't the obvious choice. <laughs> and uh, even the Philistine must have been surprised when he found himself face down on the battlefield and shocked But David was the guy because he acted out of faith. He acted out of courage, facing down his fears. And he acted out of a desire to glorify God and to have the kind of world where God is in charge and the Philistines are not. Where God is in charge and the Romans are not. Where God is in charge... And corporations are not. Where God is in charge. And politicians are not. Where God is in charge. And David is our example. David is the prototype. David is the one who shows us what courage looks like in the face of our Goliaths. Let us pray. Loving and gracious God, as we acknowledge the immensity of the issues we face in the world today, as we acknowledge the immensity of some of our our personal Goliaths, we ask for Your courage. 
to face our fears. We ask for the faith to step out. We ask for the equipping of all that we need to conquer these fears, these insurmountable obstacles. We ask for the the faith to act and to move. To not just wait, but to respond to Your calling. We ask all of this in the precious and powerful name of Christ. Amen.